BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Yoli Charles drives and dumps. Nasty. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. Long three, Haas. Yes! <laughs> TJ Haas! This is Cougar Pregame Live. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our live coverage of BYU basketball begins with Cougar Pregame Live. To lead things off, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. My name is Carter Malloy inside the BYU New Skin Network Studios. And Jason Shepard having some technical difficulties. He will be on the air with us shortly. But right now, we've got uh, one hour until tip-off. It's Idaho State at the Marriott Center taking on your BYU Cougars, a 4-5 and five Idaho State team. And this is a BYU Cougar team that is uh, really soaring right now, coming off of a big win against rival Utah last week. So, uh, man, flying high. If you got a chance to hear uh, Greg Rebell on Tuesday night in the coaches show with Yoli Childs, that guy, heck of a game. And, um, man, looking forward to seeing those guys back on the court tonight. Jason Shepard earlier this week had a chance to catch up with Josh here, Hardnett, and here is how that interview sounded. Well, it's most definitely uh, one to work. You know, I wish we can go back and kind of get them two games that we lost and, you know, replay them over. But we're 9-2, and I feel like we're on a good little, you know, run. What do you think has propelled you guys to such a good start to the year? Is there something that you can kind of pinpoint and say, you know what, it, it may be this? Um, I honestly think it's defense. You know, I feel like we defending everyone is kind of doing that for us right now. How much of a focus was that coming into this year? Has that kind of evolved? Or was that the main focus right from the get-go? Oh, that was definitely the main focus. Um, uh, from here and, you know, past experience, you know, that was a couple problems last year. So now we want to just get to the bottom of it because we knew everyone could score the ball. Where do you feel you are personally right now? Uh, I feel like I'm playing uh, well. You know, um, it's some stuff I got to get going with. But I feel like I'm playing well for us to be 9-2 right now. But, you know, uh, this is my first year and I eventually get going. You and I were talking after the game in Brooklyn. It was after the Alabama loss. And at that point, I think that was your second game being put in the starting lineup. And you had, had said that just coming off the bench, you just didn't feel like you were you, that you weren't playing your game. Now that it's been, you know, almost a month since then, how do you feel you're coming with that? Are you, are you much more comfortable where you're playing right now? Uh, yeah, most definitely. Um, I feel like that I, I myself need to bring extra stuff to the team. Um, you know, I, I get going, though. I keep saying that, and I will. One of the things that clearly is a major strength of yours is your ability to get into the lane, whether it's to create your own shot or to distribute to somebody out on the wing. Has that always been a part of your game? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely been a part. Um, I feel like me being 5'11", that's something I always got to be able to tend to, you know. So for this week, it's obviously an interesting week with finals. You've got two games, which is kind of rare. How have you balanced the school part knowing and also having two games this week? Oh, uh, well, one, I've been studying so much. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's fun. I mean, it's just part of being a student athlete. Um, yeah, we've been preparing, but, you know, coaches didn't kill us this week, so we had time to study and stuff. Uh, how many more finals do you have to go? I'm going to have two, one today, tonight, and one in the morning. So what are, what are your last two finals? Uh, student development, and I think Book of Mormon. So what has been your hardest final to this point? Uh, probably the Book of Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, honestly, as, as a non-LDS guy, what is that like having to take a test on the Book of Mormon? It's definitely hard. Uh, 
Uh, it's definitely hard. I mean, I look up at the teacher every time. I don't know a question. <laughs> Looking for some help. So that's definitely the better thing. As we're doing this interview, the weather outside is changing quite rapidly. Now, from somebody from Mississippi, I don't know how much snow you've had to deal with throughout the course of your life, but what are your thoughts on the fact that uh, it's not going to be too long and there's going to be a lot of snow on the ground here? Oh, well, I think I'm going to go have fun in the snow a little bit first. You know, I ain't never seen snow. But uh, I think I adapt to it. I, when I went to school in New York, it snowed a lot. So, I, you know, I got used to it then, so I'd be prepared. So you guys coming up first, as we mentioned, two games. Texas Southern will worry about after Thursday. But Idaho State, what have you guys been working on in terms of getting ready for the Bengals? Uh, just defending. Um, that would be our main thing. We know we'll get going on the offense end eventually. So if we just defend and stop them from doing they, their things, then, you know, it'll work out perfectly. Just here, appreciate the time. Thanks. Right, thank you. All right, that was Josh Shear, hard net sophomore guard for the BYU Cougars. Welcome back into Cougar pregame live. Jason Shepard with you. Appreciate Carter Malloy handling things for a few minutes while we we're figuring out some technical issues. And if you look at Josh Shear's game and just what he's been able to do this year, had a little bit of a slow start. Coach Rose decided to put him into the starting lineup, and he's really played well. He's been a, a uh, one of those players that just kind of solidifies everything. Right now, averaging six points along with two rebounds and two assists per game. But you heard in that interview, I was talking to him about his ability to drive into the lane. That's such a strength of his. And it's not just to be able to create his own shot, but as we were talking about, to be able to facilitate the other guys. And, man, if you've got a guy that the defense has to collapse on, if he's going into the lane, that opens up so much, not just from three uh, and, and along the perimeter, but even those you know 10 to 15-foot jump shots they give it a little bit more space and able to do that he's been a really nice addition to this BYU team just one of the reasons that the Cougars are off to such a nice start and again the Cougars coming off I don't know if you want to say it's the best win is I think you can kind of look at some other ones in terms of maybe most complete or certainly the most emotional win no question BYU's coming off that as they snapped their three-game losing streak last Saturday night against the University of Utah. Really handled that game from start to finish, even when Utah cut the lead down to five twice. It really didn't feel like BYU was ever going to lose that game. They ended up winning 77-65 to at the Marriott Center. Elijah Bryant, he was spectacular, as he's been all season long. He scored a season-high 29 points. Yoli Childs finished with 15 while also dealing with some leg cramps. Good thing is that is behind him. He didn't really understand why that was an issue last Saturday. So he'd never dealt with it before, but that's nothing that's going to keep him uh, out moving forward. Everything seems to be okay. Cougars got a nice lift from Zach Selyus with seven points. And then Peyton Dastrup also chipped in with eight points, including real, two really big threes. It was nice to see Peyton Dastrup get in and uh, come out and, and stroke in that outside shot. Cougars now 9-2. and two through 11 games, two more non-conference games remaining, obviously tonight against Idaho State, then Saturday against Texas Southern. The first of which, as we mentioned, is tonight against Idaho State. Bengals playing well as of late. They have won four in a row after starting one and five. BYU, however, has never lost to Idaho State under head coach Dave Rose. They are a perfect four and oh. As a program, the Cougars are 14 and two all time against the Bengals here in Provo at the Marriott Center. Speaking of the Marriott Center, that's where we're going to head next. It'll be time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame live continues in just a moment on the new skin BYU Sports Network. We're counting you down to tip off with Cougar Pregame Live. 75 
six, a sock attack in Provo. Now, let's rejoin your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live. Time for our courtside conversation as we get you ready for the BYU Cougars and the mighty Bengals of Idaho State. We are now joined by Mark Durant. You'll hear him on the broadcast tonight with Greg Rubel. Good evening, Mark. How was traffic tonight coming down to the Marriott Center? It's uh, it's not a pretty sight coming down from Salt Lake. <laughs> Let me just tell you, it's uh, I feel like a pioneer. I, I drove and I drove and I drove. and I'm here, though. I did it. You did it. I've always thought of you as a pioneer, so it's it's ironic that you bring that up as uh, as uh, you know a little anecdote. Uh, there were a lot of things to be very happy about regarding BYU's win over Utah last Saturday. I know Cougar fans still basking in the glow of snapping that three-game losing streak. What were your overall takeaways from that game? Well, I just thought it was a great night. I mean, it was so fun. Uh, obviously, it's fun when you win, but to be honest, I just thought it was a an amazing night of college basketball, and uh, I thought it was how the rivalry should be, and there's all the good things that I, I love about the rivalry. And then uh, to win, I mean, it just—it uh, was—I I just felt so happy. I mean, it—it—I it, uh, I know it, we'd been off for a year, but you know, three three years before that, BYU had lost to Utah, and. That didn't sit well for me. And then you throw in the whole football aspect where they haven't won a long time. It's it's rough. I mean, I think BYU fans really needed that. And it was a, it was a big shot in the arm for me personally. And uh, I, I love the way this team approached the game because in in previous games, you know, they've it's got a little away from them early. I don't think mentally the, the mental toughness was necessarily there. And I think Utah had an advantage there, but that certainly was not the case. The other night, BYU has shown this year that they're a pretty, pretty tough team and uh, that they don't get uh, odd by situations and don't get odd by playing on the road or even you know, playing in front of a, a big crowd at home. You get, have a little bit of nerves. That's natural, but they, they take it to teams. They, they go right at them, and they don't back down. It's, it's just kind of a fun team to watch. That's I don't really know how good this team is. I think they're really good, but what I do like about them is they, they have a certain toughness and a certain swagger that uh, can go a long way, and that, that's one of the things I've enjoyed most about this team, and I think that went a long way Saturday night against the Utes. I think they were not only the better team basketball-wise, but they were a, a mentally tougher team than, than Utah in that game that night. I thought, I thought that was the case. In that game, or excuse me, before that game, you and I both said we thought Elijah Bryant was going to come up really big. That certainly was the case. He had a fantastic game. Season I, 29 points. Yoli Childs, he played a really good game. Besides those two players, who else caught your eye? Well, it, it was a lot of guys that I think helped contribute. Uh, McKay Cannon did a nice job. Um, uh, uh, I thought Zach Selyus hit some big shots in the first half, and he, you know, he's he does a lot of intangibles. Uh, he's able, he was able to guard Tyler Rawson a lot better than say Luke Worthington or Peyton Dastrup. He just able to move with a, 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 a four guy like Rawson. I thought it was a good matchup for BYU, and he helped BYU a lot because you know, Rawson's a good shooter, a good player, and uh, you know, he can he's a guy that can get hot. And and, and Selyus, I thought, did a nice job of keeping him in check and. Uh, of course, Peyton Dastrup in the second half was big, and Jashir was very good at time. Hit a couple big shots, big drives, and some critical moments. Uh, even TJ, I mean, TJ just hit the 1-3, which was a big three at the time, but 
uh, I thought he played well. Uh, I mean, you can do other things besides score, and he made the most of his minutes out there, even though he wasn't scoring the ball well. So, uh, to me, you know, you can't really single out one or two guys. Obviously, Elijah was the man, and Yoli had a nice game, but uh, everybody contributed to that win. That's another reason it was so fun to watch. Really nice start. You know, 9-2 and two right now. Very real possibility that after non-conference they're going to be 11-2. and two. We certainly don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but with two games remaining before WCC play begins. What things do you still want to see BYU work on before conference play starts? Well, I'd like to see consistency. I think they're getting there. I mean, uh, and when I say consistency, I mean shooting the ball from the three-point line. It's kind of been all or nothing for BYU. They're really shooting great or shooting poorly, but the last several games, I think they've shot the ball very well from the three-point line. So if they can contis- consistently shoot well, and when I say that, I don't mean they have to shoot 50% every night. Just don't have the 20% night, the 25% night. Just, you know, you can have the, the 30 to 35% night and be all right, but just make sure that, uh, you know, you're consistently scoring from the three-point line, I think, is important. And and just, uh, you know, continue to, continue to develop uh, some of the guys, like, like a Peyton Dastrup, maybe give him some more minutes. He certainly showed well the other night, and Luke, and, uh, and, and let guys kind of figure out who the guys are going to be that you can go to when conference play starts. And this is a good time with Dalton Nixon out to give some other guys some minutes to to see if they deserve to have some more minutes. And uh, I thought both Luke and Peyton both played well. Peyton hit, had the, the big shots there, obviously. And what Peyton brings is is a big guy like Dalton that can stretch the floor. And uh, Luke's not so much. He's a, he's a five guy inside. So it kind of can clog up the middle sometimes with he and Yoli. But... If you've got a four guy, whether it's Dalton or, or Peyton, that can step step out and be a real threat from the three-point line, that creates a lot of problems. So uh, I'd like to see if, if Peyton can do a little bit more of what he did the other night and be a threat to shoot the three and score the three. I think that will open it up for Yoli and the dribble penetration from other guards. So, that I mean, just it's just about now fine-tuning things, uh, getting a little more consistent, giving a couple more guys a chance to, to show what they can do to deepen your rotation in conference play, and then... Uh, other than that, I mean, I, I really like the way BYU's playing. I mean, uh, the, you don't win six in a row, maybe eight in a row, or nine in a row here uh, without having things going well. There's not a lot of negatives, but uh, uh, I, I think this team is trending, continues to, to trend up and is playing better every game, and uh, they're going to need to because not only do you have to make sure you take care of business here the next few games, but then, then it gets real serious, and you got St. Mary's and uh, that, that's a, a big game, so you need to be playing your best basketball at that game. It's our courtside conversation with Mark Durant joining me from the Marriott Centers. We get you ready for BYU and Idaho State. And this is always an interesting time of year, Mark, specifically this week. With finals going on, you've got two games where you're also preparing for, and I know coaches try and figure out the best way to handle mixing everything together where you don't want to put too much pressure on them from a basketball perspective because you don't want it to affect their schoolwork, and then vice versa. But since you're only a couple years removed from having to do this as a player, uh, how difficult is a week like this where you do have finals and you're preparing for basketball games? Yeah, I mean, it's only four or five years ago that I was in that same boat, Jason, and uh, it's very very fresh in my mind. But, yeah, I mean, it's listen, it's not ideal, but everybody has to do it, and so you just do your best. And, you know, the world's not going to end if you get a a C, and you just do your best. And, 
but but you have a I mean you have a I would obviously kill for a C by the way <laughs> yeah you have responsibilities to yourself and your future and so you have to take that seriously but you also have you know a commitment to your team and that's part of being on a team that you you're going to do everything you can to to make the team better and so uh you know just try and be efficient with your time and and uh balance things as well as you can and things work out i mean it, it's going to be fine for these guys and and uh i think so you know byu has a, a, a nice focus on studies and they give the guys a lot of help and there's a lot of resources and tutors and study halls and uh you know i mean you almost have to try to to not do well when you're at byu so these these guys are all sharp got their head on straight and they they take it seriously so uh, uh i don't know that's going to be a big distraction but uh, obviously in an ideal world you could just focus on winning basketball games but uh, that's not the case at byu or anywhere so you just do what you can both these teams have combined for 10 wins in a row. BYU currently on a six-game winning streak. Idaho State playing well after a 1-5 and five start. They've won four in a row. What do you expect in a game like this? I know there's everyone's kind of been asked, well, is there a, is there a letdown because you're going from such an emotional win against Utah, and now you're taking on a team that you're favored to win by, like, 20 points? What do you expect tonight? Well, there's definitely a letdown. You can't kid yourself that it's not a, a letdown. I mean, it, it, it was a packed house the other night against your rival that you hadn't beaten in three tries. I mean, that, that's a big deal. And you can, if you're not up for that game, you're weird. I mean, you got something wrong with you. <laughs> but, I mean, it's Idaho State. And, uh, and so you've got to manufacture within yourself that motivation. And the good players can do it. You know, they come out and they're businesslike every night. Same energy, get it done. Uh, but some some guys don't, so that that's part of it. You're trying to figure out that, that that's that's a hallmark of a great team is you, you win the games that you're supposed to win, and it's not even a question. So uh, it's it's tough. It, it's it's a mental challenge to play in these kind of games. The crowd's going to be less. Students are going home, and and, uh, and Idaho. This is a big game for Idaho State. They get to come to the Merritt Center and play in this big arena against the team that's playing well this is a big deal and uh, you better be ready against any team you play because they're coming for you and uh, so you know it, it's a, it, I'm not going to say it's not a challenge it's a it's, it's a big difference in the games and a big difference in how you need to approach them but you've got to find a way to get yourself to a spot where you're not going to go and ruin everything that you've worked so hard for in 40 minutes of basketball it can go out the door so quickly you better be ready to go he is Mark Durand. It's our courtside conversation. Joining me from the Marriott Center, Mark. Great stuff. We'll hear you with Greg coming up in just a few minutes. Thanks, my friend. Have a good one. All right, you too. Thank you very much. When we come back, we'll look at some other scores in college basketball. We might even check in on the NBA. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive pregame coverage of BYU basketball continues. As we rejoin the host of Cougar Pregame Live, Jason Shepard. We've got BYU basketball for you tonight. 
Two more non-conference games before WCC play begins for the Cougars tonight against Idaho State. Game will tip off right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network, coming up at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 o'clock Mountain Time. We'll get you over to the Marriott Center for more pregame with Greg Rubel coming up in just a few minutes. Before we do that, though, let's update you on some scores going on in Top 25 College Hoops. 11 minutes to go in the second half. Number two, Michigan State right now having no problem with Long Beach State. Spartans up 71 to 45. Nine minutes to go in the second half at Cincinnati. Number 20 Cincinnati with a 60 to 54 lead over Cleveland State. A couple of finals from earlier today. Number 16 Purdue winning at home over Tennessee State 97 to 48. And it was 24th ranked Florida State. The Seminoles winning 98-45 over Southern Miss. Lots of games coming up tonight. In fact, uh, several of them will be Again, the same time as our game, number 8, Texas A&M, hosting Buffalo. UConn at number 18, Arizona. Here's a good one. A lot of uh, BYU fans probably paying attention to this one uh, once the Cougar game is done. Number 12, Gonzaga at 7-3, and three, San Diego State. That should be a fun one tonight. And then the late game will be number 14, Kansas, on the road at Stanford. NBA action in the third quarter. Cleveland Cavaliers trailing at home to the Chicago Bulls. Bulls up three, 73-70. That game with just under six minutes to go in the third. Also, third quarter action in Philadelphia. 76ers right now having no problem with the Toronto Raptors. It's 73-54 in favor of the guys from the city of brotherly love. The Knicks... 16 and 14, kind of one of the early surprise teams in the association. They are leading the Boston Celtics, who've stumbled a little bit as of late. Knicks up 13-7 at Madison Square Garden. Your later games tonight, Phoenix at home hosting the Memphis Grizzlies and the Utah Jazz. It's the late game tonight on TNT. Jazz coming off quite an embarrassing loss to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yes, they had uh, several players out, uh, but really wasn't a contest. Jazz back home. It's a rare back-to-back home game uh, after a road trip. They are hosting the San Antonio Spurs. That's going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Coming up next, we'll send you to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Time to get the inside scoop on today's game. We've got a lot of individual guys who have actually found themselves and are really contributing to our team. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, presented by Science Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside Seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus here in Provo, Utah, as tonight... The BYU Cougars seek to extend their win streak to seven games with the Bengals of Idaho State in town. It's BYU's second-to-last non-conference tune-up with West Coast Conference play starting one week from today. This is Greg Grubel, joined courtside by former Cougar hoopster and legendary Cougar Ironman Mark Durant. And uh, Mark at 9-2, BYU's off to its best 11-game start to a season since the advent of Jimmer Mania seven years ago. And while there's no singular scoring sensation on this team like a Jimmer, and the NCAA tournament is uh, not the sure thing it was, say, in 2011. This is a team that appears to have something building, something special brewing right now. Saturday's dominant win over Utah uh, was a character builder and a resume builder. 
And very gratifying. I mean, that was just a lot of fun to watch, and they came away feeling so good after that win. It's kind of like some of those Gonzaga wins the last few years up in Spokane. It's just a really good, special type of win, and I think it does a couple things for you, Greg. It tells you as a team yourself that you're good. Uh, I mean, yeah, they've been playing really good, but that win kind of solidified in, in your minds as players. We're a really good team. And second of all, it tells everyone else in the world that, that you're pretty good. I think that's a, a solid win over a, a good program. And you, people see it on ESPN, see it nationally. That, that's a good win. And maybe this BYU team is for real. And you kind of got have three chances to be really good, Greg. You get preseason, then conference season, then postseason. And it's hard to be have a successful postseason unless you have a good preseason. And, and so it all kind of builds on each other. So it's special to have a good preseason to get you on the radar and get your confidence up so that you can be in the best position possible to go to the next step and then the next step. And BYU has got it done this preseason. So far, so good. Coming up next, my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Dave Rose as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Oh, a nice stutter step right to the rim. Flood score again. Just here, Harden. That was pretty. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. And we are coming to you from the Marriott Center as we get sent for BYU and Idaho State. The Cougars have had the upper hand in this historical series. Uh, eight straight wins dating back to BYU's last loss to the Bengals in the late 1970s. BYU head coach Dave Rose has known ISU head coach Bill Evans for a long time. I spoke with Coach Rose a short time ago about uh, getting Bill's Bengals back on the schedule and back in the Marriott Center for a second straight year. Yeah, and we actually played really well in that game. I, I was looking at it uh, this morning, and, uh, you know, we had Yoli had, and, and Eric both had double-doubles in that game, and it was uh, kind of similar tonight. Hopefully we can go inside and, and kind of – um, use those guys. That they do have a really, um, a really good big guy that they use. And offensively, he's become a real big piece of their offense. They play these four guys around them that can really shoot it. So, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be able to uh, attack him offensively and then find a way to. To, to slow him down a little bit on, on the defensive end. Yeah, Topolovic, the seven-footer out of Serbia, had uh, nine points against you last year. Yeah, and, and he, uh, you know, what, what they do right now, they don't they don't set a lot of ball screens, they don't dribble, penetrate the ball, but they get the ball to him uh, on the block, and he's hard to it, it's hard to stop him from getting a catch just because of his size. And then on the catch, then we're going to have to do things uh, to, to make it so he just can't back us down and kind of over – you know, be overbearing. Luke and and Pate and uh, you know y- Yoli will have a, a you know their hands full with that big kid, and so we'll have to give him some help with uh, some some of our guards. Good little point guard in Luz Gondo uh, had 11 against you last year, and is averaging about 10 a game right now. Yeah, you know, he, Gino played over at Orem High, and so we've we've seen him play for years. He's had a great career at Idaho State, and is uh, really kind of found his niche in the last three or four or five games with this group and. Uh, I think I think Bill's got to be really happy with with how they're playing. They won four in a row and they're scoring over 80 points a game and shooting 48 percent from the field. The three point percentage in transition is is one of the best you know in the country. So that'll be our challenge. Our challenge is we got to get the ball stopped. And Gino, you know, he'll put, he'll, Gino can actually play it. You know, from one to four on mm-hmm. the, on this team and. 
but getting that ball stopped in transition, getting to their shooters, getting them in a half-court game, and then controlling that big kid, that's kind of our challenge. Gino's uh, nine steals away from becoming the school's all-time steals leader. Yeah, well, good for him. He, I, he, he, uh, he and Dalton, Ryan Andrus, actually played on AU t- team together, traveling around, so I watched him play quite a bit. He ended up at Wasatch, too, before he ended up going, uh, I guess, to college. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and you know, the, there's a lot of guys now. I, th- I think that that's probably one thing that uh, is, is not really talked about a lot, but that Wasatch Academy over there, <laughs> you know, in Mount Pleasant has, has really uh, – you know, kind of changed the basketball in Utah. There's there's a quite a good high school, quite a good uh, high school basketball players over there. Jared Stutzman, I think, committed to a school in our league, right? Committed to USF, and then didn't end up going there. Uh, UVU, and now Idaho State. Yeah, and Stutz came in here last year and uh, and hit two or three threes uh, when he was with Utah Valley. So, I we, we believe he's a you know he's a really good three point shooter, uh, along with the kid from Hungary too. That kid can really shoot at number twenty. So those guys are guys that uh, you know we 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 we've really got to you know we we've seen this happen you know before where, where teams have come in here and really found their rhythm on the three point line and 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 this team that we have right now has done a pretty good job of guarding that line and I I don't I just don't think it's good enough that we can test these shots we, we we've got to be able to kind of eliminate some of these three point shots which I think we've done uh, attempts against us are, right. are down a lot compared to last year and and hopefully that our guys are ready for it I I don't think our guys will be physically tired in this game but but they'll be mentally tired it's been a tough week on these guys a lot of these guys just finished their uh, had a couple finals you know between. Our pregame shoot around and uh, the, the the tip tonight. So hopefully by the time they all get here tonight to the gym, that they're all done with their finals and uh, we can move forward. But uh, it, it, this will be um, this will be a real challenge for us to make sure we don't let this two team do what they want. Because if we do, they're pretty good. You want to turn them on. Uh, Yoli's cramps appear to have been like a one night thing. He gave you a good week of practice. And in terms of health, you're you're pretty much ready to go, aren't you? Yeah, I think you know. Besides those three guys, um, they've been out for a while yeah, now. Yeah, yeah the, 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 this group is um, is is in good you know good shape here for tonight. I uh, I hope I'm hoping that we're going to get you know maybe one or two of these guys. Braden looks like maybe the first guy back, and hopefully that's in a couple two or three days. And um, you know, and then you know we're looking for Dalton Rye to to follow soon. All right, Coach. Good luck against the Bengals tonight. We'll talk to you post game. All right. Thanks a lot, Greg. All right, that is Dave Rose. And tonight's the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. The Cougar tip-off show coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. Shot and score! Dalton Nixon! Right to the rim, up and This is the Cougar tip-off show brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by your local Utah Honda dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling courtside seats and join Mark Durant along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again from the Marriott Center here in Provo. Tonight it's BYU and Idaho State. The Cougars 9-2 and two and have won six games in a row. ISU is 4-5 and five and on a four-game win streak after opening up 0-5. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you courtside. Our statistician, Tanner Wilkinson, Jason Shepard, our studio host, and our control board operator is Carter Malloy. You are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network, our satellite flagship, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143, our terrestrial flagship, KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 11. 
1160 AM. You can also hear us on our affiliates in the Utah and Idaho and around the globe online via BYURadio.org, BYUcougars.com, KSL.com, and the BYU Radio app, the BYU Cougars app, the KSL app, and the TuneIn app. Good to have you listening tonight, wherever you are. Hope you enjoy our broadcast. Uh, Mark, Saturday's home win over Utah featured a WCC Player of the Week performance from Elijah Bryant. 29 points, 9 rebounds on a night. When Yoli Child struggled to stay on the floor due to cramps, and then T.J. Haas scored just four points. But Elijah was so good, and BYU's bench players really so clutch that uh, the Cougars had enough to essentially win wire to wire. It was BYU's best and uh, most important win of the season, we could say, and really a great way to start what is turning into a five-game homestand. It was such a great win for a lot of different reasons, Greg. That whole stretch against the in-state teams, the UVU game, Utah State, you got to beat Weber State, and then here at home to Utah, I mean, that was a tough stretch. And BYU showed me was a real mental toughness, kind of a swagger, a confidence, and that's what you need to have. And starts with guys like Elijah and Yoli, and those guys stepped up and played big basketball and, and when BYU needed it. Now, they're in a great spot, Greg, and kind of reminds me of uh, one of the life lessons I've learned from one of the great movies of all time, Talladega Nights. <laughs> With, with Ricky Bobby, you know, right before the big race at the end, his, his girlfriend gives him this amazing pep talk speech, and they're ready to go, and then Glenn, the mechanic, decides he wants to give a little speech, and Ricky Bobby says, all that cool stuff that Susan just said, you wrecked it. And that's what you don't want to do. You don't want to be Glenn tonight. You don't want to, all the cool stuff you've just done, don't wreck it. You know, you go out and get the job done tonight against Idaho State, and then you can keep looking forward to, to, to build on what you've done, which has been pretty impressive so far. There was a live cougar in that movie, I think, wasn't there? So it's kind of appropriate for tonight. we got some live cougars on the floor. We come back to the Marriott Center. We'll hear the pregame thoughts of uh, Idaho State head coach Bill Evans as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues on the uh, new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Raise it up. No. The tip. No. The follow. Yes. Let's head back live to courtside. BYU and Idaho State coming up. Top of the hour. Cougars playing for their seventh win in a row. The last time BYU had a longer win streak was at the tail end of the 2014-15 season when the Cougars won eight straight, a run that in the end got BYU back into the NCAA tournament. Idaho State has won a modest four games in a row since going 0-5 to open the season. Head coach Bill Evans now on uh, what has keyed the Bengals' turnaround. I think we rebound the ball better. Um, we're up and down with taking care of the ball. We turn the ball over too much. I think we're doing a good job of, of playing together. I think a couple of our guys you know, have not been um, uh, starters for us that, that, you know, that, uh, like Ballant, for instance, he, he's starting all that. He's started every game but one. I think he's starting to feel a little more comfortable. I think Stutzman starting to feel a little more comfortable. Um, I think the biggest thing is we've, we've done a decent job of rebounding the ball. We've got to do a better job of taking care of it. In the first five games that you played this season, you didn't, you didn't have Stutzman for maybe three or four of them, right? Uh, four of them, I believe, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and he's, he's helped us for sure, yeah. As someone who's played at another school before he got to you, uh, what's been his biggest benefit he's brought to your program? Well, he's very mature. He's a very good teammate. He's a very good kid. Um, you can coach him, um, and he can shoot. Those, those, things. those things all work. Yeah, they do. How much does your relationship with Coach Rose have to this series being something that play it gets played pretty frequently? Um, I love Dave. He's a good guy. I just don't like losing to him. <laughs> 
simple. It was a year and a day ago that you guys last played here. Recollections of your last game here? Uh, we played very poorly. Um, and uh, we were struggling to try to find ourselves last year at this time. And we never found ourselves. We were still lost. We lost in March. The season ended in a way that uh, you know wouldn't have been desirable for any head coach. How, how important was it to kind of lose that tail end of the season and kind of start afresh and then find yourself kind of down early and go well here we don't go again kind of thing I never felt like we here we don't go again I always felt like we had a team that that would get better and better and better we were you know we're attacking a little bit differently this year than we did last year not nearly as many ball screens we're throwing the ball in the post a lot more so we're we're a little bit of a different a different team in, in the way we play offensively uh, we're playing almost all man to man so far to this point um which is a little different, right? It is different. Yeah. You bet it's different. And and so um, we're still learning learning there. Uh, we have our hands full tonight with, you know, with um, Elijah Bryant and, uh, uh, you know, uh, Haas, Yoli. Um, and, and they're not the only guys on their team. But, but they're the three guys right. that, you know, team. you have to pay attention to more maybe. Uh, then, and we have our two or three guys they got to pay attention to. So what basketball is, you know, good good players get guarded. We're going to try to guard their good players, and I know they're going to try to guard our players as well. How much has uh, Topalovich become a handful in the post? Someone that teams really have to worry about. You know, every team and that we played this year, including Arizona State, who um, is a top three team. Doubled, no Not double in the post. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be a real benefit. On the first touch or after a bounce? or uh, Usually on the first touch um, without the bounce. And and, and Novak, uh, we got to do a better job of helping Novak not turn the ball over. He's, he's turning it over way, way too much. Um, and that's one reason that people are doubling him, because he turns it over. Okay. Um, but there's teams like Virginia, it doesn't matter if I was on the post, they'd double me. <laughs> so some teams just do that because that's their philosophy. Yeah. Uh, this BYU team is playing a little differently uh, from last year to this. What do you notice of BYU as you've seen them in the last number of games? Um, they're not playing as fast. Um, you know, I think they're um, maybe utilizing five or six guys as opposed to maybe just a couple. They're not shooting the threes as quick. I think they're a little bit better defensively. How do you feel that your team is prepared for a big sky play at this point? I think the big sky is really, really good, and I look up and down that league, and I've watched all the teams in our league play two or three times. I think our league is very good. All leagues are good. I think, I think the difference between 1 and 10 or 11 in our league is not very much. And I don't know who 12 is. It could be us. <laughs> right. Well, Bill, always good to talk to you. Thanks for the time. Good luck to you. You bet. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right, that is Idaho State's head coach, Bill Evans. Time now for our You Be the Judge feature, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. Only two BYU players have recorded a season with 100 or more three-point field goals, and one of them did it twice. Who are the two players, and who of the two had two seasons with 100 plus threes? The answer coming up next as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off show. Oswald drive it, give to Yoli. Yoli with the thump and another and one opportunity. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel at courtside. 
and we are getting you set for BYU and Idaho State. First up, the answer in this evening is you be the judge trivia question brought to you by Illegally Mine. We let you play along at home or in the car or in the stadium, wherever you are. Only two BYU players have recorded a season with 100 or more three-point field goals made, and one of them did it twice. Who are the two players, and who of the two had two seasons with 100-plus threes? Mark, what do you think? So I got a few guys in mind, but the guys that jump to the top of my list are the Jimmer and the Fisher, Chase Fisher. You got them both. Thank you. And because it's the non-obvious one, I'm going <laughs> to go with Chase Fisher as the guy that did it twice. So Jimmer Fredette, his high season was 124 threes in his senior year, Jimmermania. But then Chase Fisher had a 112 and a 103. I think, you know, years from now, he'll be among the most overlooked great BYU basketball players because for the two seasons he was here, he was prolific. When he got going, man, he was something to see. He had like 10 or 11 in one game in Hawaii. I mean, that was was an unbelievable night. 10 threes against Chaminade over in the islands. Yeah, I miss miss Chase. And Chase was beyond that, beyond a great three-point shooter. What a great personality. Yeah, it's always fun to have him on. You never know what you're going to get other than you knew it was going to be awesome. Good stuff. All right, there you go. Jimmer and Chase Fisher and Chase two times, two times with 100 plus. All right, the Cougar Tip-Off show continues right after this. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off show rolls on. Touch pass, Celius, three. Got it! Zach Celius makes it a one-point game. Let's head back live to courtside. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. KBYU-FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. Well, those were the singing bulldogs from Provo, Provo High, High School. That's how that's how we do. 
<laughs> Our national anthem, courtesy of Provo High. All right, uh, time now for the Timpanogos Regional Hospital Injury Report. The Timpanogos Regional Hospital Emergency Room is prepared to treat injuries of all kinds close to home. Just text ER to 23000 for current ER wait times. On the shelf and banged up are Dalton Nixon, Braden Shaw, and Ryan Andrus. Coach Rose telling us in the pregame interview moments ago. Hopes to get uh, Braden Shaw back sooner than later, maybe as soon as next week. We see him back on the floor doing some things. Here's hoping. That is your Timpanogos Regional Hospital Injury Report. Starting lineups and tipping and the tip-off is coming up next. This has been the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.